What's crappening, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to the Tradesman Confidential. We are your hosts, Josh Brand and Greg Giro. Greg, the subject matter today is kind of a segue about valuing your time. I know we've talked about this before, but a little different uh, flavor on on valuing your time. Oh, I could talk about that one right. all day long. So specifically, we're talking more about uh, kind of a gray area, might even be a sensitive topic to some but uh, or most contractors, but I guess uh, what do you do about service calls that require diagnostic efforts? And let's also touch on the comment free estimates. Let's hit those two, right? So they're similar, but they're different. They are similar. And and there's a lot of, I would say, I don't know, people confuse them. Yeah. A lot of people confuse them. So let's start with the difference, just for everyone's clear. What is the difference in your eyes between a diagnostics call and getting a call for an estimate, for example? They're, They're exactly that. An estimate is I can show up, visually look at something and say, yes, you need a new floor. Yes, you need to paint your walls. Yes, you need a new roof. Yes, your electrical service is rotting off your house. Mm. Yes, there's water leaking from this pipe. I need to replace it. That's an estimate. That's a free estimate. I've looked at it. I've said, this is what needs to be done. Here's a price to do the work. Okay, yep. Then there's a diagnostic call. That's no different than taking your car to a dealership or showing up at the hospital and walking in the door and your arms ripped off. And they're like, yeah, that's a problem. I can clearly see you have a problem. Your arms ripped off. You don't get a free estimate for your arm being ripped off? Well, they will, because they can clearly see from a distance your arm's ripped off. You need a new arm. Free estimate. Free estimate. Delivered. Done. (laughs) But the second you go into the doctor's office or into the lawyer's office, now you're using their time. They're there to diagnose something or figure out something that they can't clearly see. Same thing with any trades professional, in my opinion. Somebody says, I've got an electrical problem. I need your help. How much will it cost to fix? I have no idea what your electrical problem is. Your lights are off. I have no idea why. Mm. So I'm going to send somebody there and they're going to start to diagnose, not give you an estimate yet because they have to figure out what's wrong. That's the diagnosis to then give you an estimate. What people don't understand is that is time. So it takes time to give you an estimate now, not just a quick, oh, here's what it costs because I can clearly see your arms ripped off. Like you look like you're dying, but I don't know why. Let's take you in and run a bunch of tests and figure out why. Mm. Same difference. We're the doctors of a house. So when you come to me with a problem and you're sick, your house is sick, I don't know what it is until I diagnose you. I have to figure it out. So how many times have you gone to a call and spent like 10, 15 minutes down in the basement because you flipped the breaker back on for them and they didn't realize that was all it was and then you charged them? You have to. I mean, you have okay. to. Okay, no, no, no. I, I'm partially joking because it is kind no. of a funny, like, oh my God, that's so simple, but. And it's embarrassing. It sucks. I hate to tell people that, but you, we, we don't just say, okay, yeah, we'll show up. We ask them like, hey, is there any GFIs that yeah, you can reset? You, you kind of run them through a couple right. little What did you do right? last? So that's what, what I wanted to, right. that's what I figured, but I wanted to bring that up oh, as an example because I figured that happens more Josh, times than you can count. I can't tell you how many times we've been like, no, 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 we, we flipped all the breakers. We flipped them all. We flipped them all. They're all fine. And we go there and we're like, click, click. I'm like, you're all set. <laughs> but you're really not. At the end of the day, the breaker tripped for a reason. Yeah, if it right. was obvious. So maybe there is something, right. you know, short or GFCI yep. that's, you know, needs a little love. But right. Yeah, and right. it does, uh, the, the, just resetting the breaker and leaving is not the solution. You really want to figure out why it tripped. Right. 
You go find that circuit. You look around. You see if there's any frayed cords or a plug that's hanging out of the wall or something that could sure, make contact. Sure. Something that's plugged in that's old. It's overloaded. Like too many things plugged in. Right. Right. Four air conditioners in the same room. So more than likely, you're taking it the next step regardless, yeah. right? Uh, That's just, I'm getting very specific here, but I just wanted to point out that's adding know, value. What, what happens, right, yeah. beyond just flipping a breaker. There is a check and a balance, again, that you're going to go through. That's what that's what you right. should do. Right. But and, that, that's the difference between, in my opinion, an estimate and a diagnosis. So There's physical work involved in a diagnosis, whether it's simple or not, taking a panel cover off. The second I take out a screwdriver and... Start t- touching anything, taking taking a cover plate off. Right. That's work. Right. That's a diagnosis. Right. You have to pay for that. Right. right. And contractors, you need to charge for that. That's your time. It's not an estimate anymore. Yes, you might get the job. Yes, you might not. But now you've invested some time and effort and your knowledge. That's what you're getting paid for. Charge for that. And people fight it. People fight it all the time. But how many times have you, you go to the doctor and fight with them for diagnosing you because you're sick? Right. Do you go to right. the car dealership and fight with them because they spent three hours trying to find that noise in your car and charged you for it? Or That's the a, doctor, same thing. Uh, doctor, I'm sorry, way. you said doctor, I meant lawyer. Is same the other thing. One. Right. It's a same, lawyer, yeah, you call him and you're like, hey, I need you to look at a contract. And they're like, okay, yeah, I can do that. It's 500 bucks an hour. There's your estimate. Oh, hey, lawyer, here's a contract. Read it and let me know if it needs anything. Right. Okay. That's a different story. You're not getting a, it's going to cost you 500. It's now you've got a bill for 500. Right. And you're not just paying. This is the thing everyone forgets about. You're not just paying for their time. You're paying for their expertise, their years of study, their years of, you know, uh, uh, of learning their trade, their specific, you know, skill is what you're paying for in that time. Not so much right. the physical labor. It's Correct. the fact that I can show up to your house and go right for that plug and open it and say, here's your problem. Right. Yeah, it took me five minutes, but it took me 15 years to figure out to, that's where I go to fix that problem. Exactly. That's what I was just going to hit on, right? It's the 15 years of knowing how to get to that answer in five minutes is what you're paying for, not the five minutes. So you can right. pay for me to do $500 or whatever it is to take apart that plug in five minutes, or you can have somebody come in who's half my rate, take four times as long because they don't have the experience and know how right. to find it. Right. But now you see value in that because they took four hours to find your problem. I could have fixed it in five minutes for the same money. Right. I think that's fair. Right. Right. Because anyone only looks at the time. That's, that's it. it. They only see the time. Time and that's versus all dollars. That goes in. They right. take what they are being charged dollar wise and they divide it by the time and say, you make $150 an hour, $200. That's ridiculous. No, it's not. I gave you a number. You agreed to it. Right. Now I'm going to go in and fix it because I have knowledge and that's what you're paying for. Right. But if it right. took you four, if it took me four hours, that'd make you feel better. Why? You should feel better that I fix it in five minutes because that tells you that I know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> that simple. This guy knows his shit. He fixed it in right. five minutes. Right. He must know exactly what the problem is. Where some guys fiddle frigging around your house for four hours. That's a concern. That's a concern to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, you got your value all right because he was there for four hours, but oh. he has no idea what the fuck or, he's doing. I, I'd get an appreciation out of it if he zapped himself a couple times yeah. and like, <laughs> ah, ah, oh shit, ah, you know, or, or the sparks flying out of the panel for right. a minute. Oh, wrong one. Getting your value there. And you just hear the guy saying things like that. Oh shit. Well, who wasn't expecting that. No, when But I, you got your four hours worth. And add value. I mean, I go in there and explain to the customer, like, how you know where to go. Sure. Sure. Right, right, right. So, so, okay, but you hit on another thing that I think we need to touch on, and that is what's the difference between service, a trip charge, or, like, minimums? I guess there could be trip charge and minimum might be the same. It's kind of, it, it, there's, yeah, it's a different way of wording it. People call it different it. things. Right. right. Okay. But at the end yeah. of the day, somebody calls 
and they say, you know, I've got, I've got an electrical issue. My, the, the, the lights are flickering or whatever. All right. Well, I know that I'm not just going to go there and be like, bingo, there's your problem. Mm. So yeah, there's a minimum now. I get, I'm going to dispatch and pay guys to drive to your house and they're going to spend some time figuring it out. Mm. We have to get paid for that. Right. That's not right. included. And then once we figure it out, then we'll provide you a quote with, hey, we found your issue. Here it is. And this is what it costs to fix it. But the diagnostic fee or the trip charge or that initial fee that's for us to get there and figure it out, like a base level to figure it out. Yeah, so so essentially all these things can be the same depending on the situation. It's it's it really time being paid to figure out your problem, right? not right. actually fix your problem. Right. That's separate. Right, okay. Um, yeah, okay, so we hit, we hit those kind of, you know, as a start, valuing your time, understanding you're paying for education, not just flat out, you well, know. And, uh, to minutes, the contractors. Minutes on a, ca- on a clock. You yeah. got to value, that is time right. that you're using. You're working. From the second you picked up that phone call from mm-hmm. that person, you're working. Get paid for your time. Get paid for your knowledge. Charge for that shit. Yeah, so I mean that that's kind of covers that side of it. And again, I think the message there is loud and clear that if you're not charging for it, you should be, right? Absolutely should be. And if people are fighting you on it, you need to at least have the education of understanding like, okay, what are they fighting me about? The the human perception is most likely they just want to equate their dollars to how long it took you, not your education. Right. I think that's a great explanation to somebody who might be battling with you. You can say, "Hey, this is what you're paying for. I like the 15 years of experience to solve it in five minutes is what you're paying for. Explain that. I mean, I know I'm getting elevated because I get frustrated with this crap, but (laughs) when, when I approach a customer with this stuff and they, they, they push back because they do, they're always, Oh, why am I paying for this? And I shouldn't be paying for that. Use the example. Use the example of we, we are professionals and we are the doctors of your house. You don't fight with attorneys and doctors, right? You pay them. Because that's their profession and it's expected. But for some reason in the trades, it's not. We're the doctors of your house. We're there to figure out a problem that you don't know because you called me. And I'm here with the knowledge to figure out what your problem is. Right. So I'm the doctor of your house. Pay me for my time and my knowledge. Yep. Yep. Right. It's, it really is simple. It's it just, is. It's, you're dealing with human conditioning and you're dealing with some, you know, culture issues too as a society. We've always kind of looked at that as, you know beneath everything else. Right. And I think that's the message is not only we're trying to spread, but you know, it's an education. I want both sides of the people to be educated, not just the contractors. I want the homeowners to be educated too, that there is more to this than just what meets the eye. Right. You know, um, a lot more. And, and I think it's, it comes from both and a better education on both sides usually results in a better, you know, result at the end of the day. But what, what we have to do, and I think it's our obligation as contractors is we have to explain this to customers. You have to really break it down for them and explain yeah. to them and set their expectations because this goes in all the things we've talked about. Mm-hmm. We walk in these people's houses and they have these expectations. We got to change that. I agree 100%. I think the biggest letdown is the communication. Absolutely. And I, think, I think some guys are good at it and some are not. And but you have to. You right. have to explain right. to these customers what the value is and why they're getting what they pay for. So speaking of value, why don't we segue right into the free estimates comment, right? Because everyone likes to promote it. It was, you know, yeah. I don't know when it started, honestly, because I do remember not that long ago. Well, maybe it's long ago now because we're getting old is I do remember when this free estimate thing came about, right? Like it was a paid expectation at one point in our trades. 
It really, really was. Oh, oh yeah, it wasn't that long. That. I remember. I remember when my father was going through it, that there was kind of like a threshold that he used to be able to get paid for, for an estimate. Well, that that's coming back, you and know? it needs to. Right, and and I think the the conversation here again is is if you're asking for how much does it cost me to paint this room. Okay, that's that's okay. Is that a free estimate? You should be able to say, yeah, I'll show up. Well, it it's, takes you five seconds, right? It, right. It, you can quickly on a napkin sketch give a guy a price, right? And but it, if you're pricing a, an addition on somebody's house, <laughs> that's hours. It's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. That I can understand an expectation level of maybe saying, hey, this is going to get wrapped into the cost and of the, at, the estimate. At what level do you start giving your time away is the question. Right. Right. And that, that's what sucks. And that's, it's industry wide. I mean, you, you, some of these, you know, in, in your world, it takes days sometimes to bid these jobs. And then they're like, sorry, you missed it by a hundred bucks. Sure. sure. Low bid wins. Right. And I think there's always going to be that situation. That was the caveat I was going to put on this is if you are putting a complicated estimate together and you're getting competed against others, there's a likelihood that Yes. If you, you don't sign get up the job, that. if you don't get the job, you're eating that cost. Right. And we all go through that. Yep. I mean, I like to put it in perspective for some, you know, uh, plumbers and electricians or, or other trades folks that like what I go through on the general contracting end. I mean, we could spend 50 to $100,000 on going after a project that we might not, you know, we're getting competed against five other general contractors. Wow. I mean, imagine covering that nut on a constant basis of, Assuming you get, you know, let's just say you you get one in every three estimate you go after, you know, you could be in the hole, you know, 50 to 100 grand to win that one project out of the three. And that's what people don't understand is that cost has to come from somewhere. Right. That right. person who's giving you the estimate is getting paid. Right. The all everything that supports them is still going out at the lights for the office, the the paper, the Printer, every endless insurances. Sure, sure. The list is endless. I go on for hours. All that gets billed every single month and gets paid every single month. Right. That overhead gets divided up into an hourly rate. And we have to cover that X amount of hours a week. Right. right. Period. Right. So, so the free estimates aren't really free. Nothing is what I'm getting in at. this world <laughs> is free. So you're you're technically paying for it at some point, you know, whether the guy right. who wins the job is rolling it into the costs. Or, you know, somebody's making it up somewhere. But like right? you just said, your company, that, that's getting rolled into right. the overhead We're, of the company. Correct. Those employees correct. are a full-time doing that over correct. and over again. And yes, if you break it down, that's how much you spend and per job. I'd say the difference is on the commercial side versus the residential side is we are tracking that cost. Like yeah. we track every hour it takes us to get these uh, and award these projects. So therefore, it's either... We decide to either take it on the chin or we decide, nope, we're going to roll it into the project somehow and, and cover some of it. You know, you might not recoup it all, but at least you're covering some of that, that but cost, right? at the end of the day, it's not free. It's getting covered Correct. somewhere. It's not free. It's getting covered somewhere. And the same applies to your, you know, home project that, that these guys are looking at, right? right. So, so it's funny that it's advertised that way. It's kind of like- Nothing's free. I always compare it to like the window companies that are like, buy five windows and get one free. It's like, that window ain't free. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate to break it. It's built into the other full windows. I hate to break it to you, but that window is not free. Good luck to you. It's all marketing, you know, mumbo jumbo stuff. And that's what people like to see. And that's where a lot of guys get frustrated. It's, but it's your time. At the end of the day, it's your time and you need to be paid for your time. If you don't believe me, I, I actually would tell you to carry a notebook around with you, right? And actually track all the time you spend either driving 
or or working on an estimate. It could be sitting in front of the couch at home after dinner. Mm -hmm. uh, it could be the phone calls you yep. make to vendors that yep. you're getting supply house numbers from. Great exercise. If you track that for one week. You'll be amazed. You'd be amazed at what you're actually spending. And then you might not feel so guilty about. You well, know, yeah, because you'll see what, that in a 60 on. hour week, you right. only worked worked billable, like physically had the tools on. I know you call it all work and it all blends in together, but it's not. 30 hours of that was actually installing a product and an item at a full rate. The rest of it, I, I mean, do you put on your invoices that you went home and did paperwork for two hours? I, I mean, I don't. If you do that, congratulations. You're awesome. <laughs> but right. that, that's lost time. So yeah. then if you're charging 80 bucks an hour, I'm not a mathematician here, but if you're working 30 hours and you actually worked 60 logged, right. you take your 40 hour, you took your 80, you divide it by two. Right. And now you're working for 40 bucks an hour. Correct. And that's the part that no one ever accounts for well, at the end of the year. And then you right. factor in your right. overhead to see if your overhead right. covers the 40 bucks an hour. Right. And that's where a lot of guys go wrong. I yep. see it every yep. day. They're like, oh, yep. I made 6,000 bucks on this job. And it's hours. How many hours did you spend? And how much money did you spend on materials? And what are your margins? It, it, they're very simple numbers, but you have to do that math. Because otherwise, you're just like, oh, I made money this year. Right? No. Yeah, you, you're not even accounting for half of your business. Half? Right, at least. Well, like three quarters. Yeah. I, I was being, you know, somewhat uh, simplified, it adds if up you will. But fast. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of guys are like, I don't want to know that because it's, I'm going to be disgusted by it. Well, yeah, you will. You should know that, right? You're not running a business if you don't know that. That's I'm sorry, but it's running you. That's no different than not paying attention to your health at all. Right. I mean, I try to put it in perspective for some guys because they just think this is only an issue with the trades. Like, it's not. I, I work with... Fortune 500 companies, I work with high-end laboratory and life science companies. They track every step a person makes in a laboratory. <laughs> Literally, they know how many steps it is from a technician to take something off a shelf and bring it to an, uh, oh, a tool to McDonald's analyze. does the same thing. And then bring it back. So they know exactly how long, how much money it, spend, it takes. And exact. I mean, to the penny, these folks know what their operation is run under. And why should you be any different? Because you don't have the time. Well, you don't have the time because you don't actually pay attention to the metrics. And it, it's it's a vicious cycle. It is. Guys say, I can't cycle. afford that. And right. it, I hate hearing that. Oh, I can't afford to fire somebody, hire somebody to do that. And I don't have the time to do that. You, you need to make the time and hire the people to do that because it's the only way you're going to get out of the hamster wheel you're running Correct. on. Correct. Know the numbers. Then you can actually accommodate your business around the numbers instead of no. the other way around. They tell a story. Right. It and tells they tell a story. Like a you can, factual story. You can adjust how you're doing things. You can actually manage things correctly. You can actually tell yourself, well, that didn't work. Let's try this. Right. Right. I mean, those are all the factors of just running a, a successful business, regardless of what business you're in. Yeah. And, and that's job to job. And you need to know that because there might be some jobs. Everybody loves to talk about the job they crushed it on. Oh, I <laughs> crushed it on that job. Yeah, great. But the next three you lost your ass on. Right. So it's all the like, money you made over here, you just gave over here. It's like the your, your gambling Uncle Bob, right? Everyone's got the Uncle Bob that talks about all the winnings. You know, right. I won all this today on a scratchy. Yeah, well, how many did you how many did you buy today? Yeah, it, what what are you talking about? I won twenty. Bucks. I won a thousand bucks. I <laughs> yeah. only spent two thousand to get it though. <laughs> that happens every day. Every day, and every it's literally day. the same thing. I've, I'm not I've talking heard about scratch so tickets. I'm talking about right. construction. No, no, no. I know. I've I've heard it for years, so it's so accurate. It's every it's day. comical. It's accurate. You know, it's it's literally your business is like running Kino down at the uh, convenience store. And I it just it frustrates me because I I see these some of these comparable estimates, 
and I, again, I do the numbers. So I, you know, so, some of these guys will share the estimate with me. Some of them, I know they're not fudging because they actually send me the estimate and yep. I look at it yep. and I'm like, well, you gave me the scope. So this is exactly what I have to do. And I look at the numbers and I'm like, this is my cost. This mm. is what it costs me to do the job. This person has no idea that they're going to walk into a free job. They're going to yep. spend all this time. They're going to do a $50,000 job. I made 50,000 bucks. At the end of the day, they, they netted zero. Mm. They took 50 in and they put 50 out. Or they took 50 in and put 40 out and bought a boat for 10, mm. but yet they well, still owe the supply about, house yeah. or their employees 10. <laughs> that is a good way to run a yeah, business. Right. So they can't make payroll. They you can't know? be doing that. So the, the boat payment comes first, Greg, always. The estimates, again, numbers don't lie. Yeah, no, it's it's it really is as simple as that. Um, but you know, I mean, that's pretty much all I had today. Yeah, uh, no, that was you know, nice. it's it pretty much one. pretty much is something that is a nuanced fact of the business, and I think a lot of people don't think about it or they don't want to think about it. But explain but, the point is try it. If you're not doing it, try it, and then explain it. Explain yep. it to the customer. If they get frustrated, you can't be like, oh, I'm not pissing all my customers off. I got to stop doing this. No, no, no. Start explaining to them. Use the example of another professional because we are professionals. We're no different than a doctor. Stop putting these people on a pedestal. Yep. We are professionals too. We're no different. We put our pants on one leg at a time. We have a degree. We're no different than a doctor. We're the doctor of a house. So treat us like the doctor of a house. Greg, do you make house calls? Not anymore. <laughs> oh, Okay. Well, you said you're the doc. Anyway, all right. Well, I think that's all we got anyways. But, uh, Greg, good camping with you today, bud. Always. That was good. You know, it was intense. Um, so, anyway, that's all we got. Follow us at My True Pros on Instagram, uh, truepros.com. We got resources daily, motivation, bonus content, et cetera, et cetera. Greg, let's get out of here. As always, keep living the dream. Until next time. Work smarter, not harder, fools.